Hey guys, welcome back to the seventh episode of the podcast. I'm alive with Shy. It's crazy. I'm already at number seven. I think at number ten, I'm gonna take a little break and try to change things up. I've seen podcasters do that. So three more episodes until season one is over. In some recent news, today is June 14th when I'm recording this, and tomorrow, June 15th, Tuesday, California is reopening, whatever that means. I guess if you are vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask, like outside and inside. Um, It should be interesting. I'm not ready for it. I don't want to go to the gym and see people with their mask off. Honestly, it's just been cool wearing masks, like, my faces that I make at customers at work, like, you can't see them, my faces at the gym, you can't see when I'm grunting, looking constipated, but, you know, I'm happy and I'm feeling optimistic about this reopening and hopefully we can slowly get back to normal life. So on today's episode, we're going to be talking about drum roll, talking about how to get over a breakup. So this episode is going to be gender neutral, men, women, or whatever you identify as you can apply it to your life because we are all people at the end of the day. Before I get into it, I want to preface that this advice is based off of my personal experiences, what I've learned from other people. Some of it is what I personally did to get over a breakup. But just think of me as if you're a girly, your older sister giving you that harsh advice that you may not necessarily want to hear, but you need to hear So real quick, let me tell you about my love life that's non-existent. And I don't say that because I'm salty. Like, literally being single is the greatest thing to me. I will make an episode in the future about that. Not to throw some astrology in there, but it might be because I'm an Aquarius. And they say Aquariuses are detached from emotions. So getting emotional grosses me out. But let's dive down memory lane to 16-year-old Cheyenne who got in her first relationship and it lasted for a couple of months. You know, it was a high school relationship, so all my eggs were into that one basket. And I am not like that anymore. But at the time, I remember getting broken up with through text message as per usual and I was devastated literally so sad to the point where I cried every day for like six months like every single day it's interesting though because like in a high school relationship if you guys go to the same school like you're gonna see that person you might even still have class with them for the rest of the semester but like when you're an adult like you meet people randomly so when you guys break up I feel like it doesn't hurt as bad because they're not in your life 
for me, I was triggered because I was seeing this person at school every single day. And it was just really hard on 16-year-old Cheyenne. Also, another thing is I've never loved somebody, so take my advice with a grain of salt because I have not been in a two, four-year relationship because I don't see relationships as, I don't know, committing is hard. I know I'm going off on a tangent, but I don't feel like the people that I date, I'm going to marry, and I don't date to marry. I date for fun to like gain knowledge and you know experiences with someone new it could turn out into that but those are not my intentions in the beginning but back to the story after that first heartbreak my first attachment I felt so dumb after time and healing my little heart I never wanted to get attached like that ever again. And for me, I would say I'm lucky because I haven't really like gotten my heart broken again after that. Well, at least like it didn't hurt as bad. But that's why I don't like relationships because after that one, I was just like, oh my God, like I really, really cared about him and I just got done shady I never want to feel or look dumb again. And what boggles my mind is, and I feel so bad because I see girls getting hurt over and over and over. And for me, it just took me one time to learn my lesson. And I just put a wall up ever since then. Not saying that's a good thing. I would say that is one of my toxic traits. Um, But, you know... We're not here for me. We're here for you. Okay, so the 16-year-old relationship I got over after a couple months, and um, it was my first attachment, but we're good. It took me that one time, and I was ready to be a player. So a long couple of years after that, I ended up getting in another relationship when I was 21, and that almost lasted a year or we ended things in the beginning of 2019. So dang, I've been single for like two years and a half. So with this second relationship, I had no expectations. I was just like, let me just see how this goes. And we ended up dating and it was cool and everything. But when it came time to that end, I... I kind of knew it was coming. So when I was 16, I was kind of blindsided, literally like me being on train tracks and then getting hit by a train. Like I had no idea that was coming. But the second one I knew because it was getting, you know, a little toxic at the end of it. And I kind of knew like it just was not good for the both of us. So my prior relationship took me about... I'd say six to eight months to get over, but you remember I was a teeny bopper. I would say the second one took me about like three weeks, three, three to six weeks, like, and I'll tell you why. So that's a little background on my story with relationships, so you guys, you know, can understand where I'm coming from because I don't really tolerate bullshit 
and I don't put myself in these situations because I see everybody getting hurt and I'm just living my best life and I'm just like I listen to Summer Walker I listen to Kehlani and Kiana Lede and I'm not crying about anybody like I literally do not have any sad feelings about a man like I so yeah I'm 24 I've only been in two relationships which you know is okay there I've talked to people so I guess this advice could help you with situationships but let me tell you if they never made it official was it real sis I'm sorry to tell you or at least I hope so like that Kodak meme so I took a couple of notes and for the first one I have is don't run to social media and post about it. You do not want to make rational decisions based off your emotions because you're just going to look stupid. Let me tell you, people who do this as a bird's eye view on social media, because, you know, this is subjective, but I think you look dumb if you post like something like a nasty comment about your ex or if you guys just broke up. I think you look dumb. And I know there's a majority that have done this. I did it and then I deleted my post within like five minutes because I look stupid. I know we like to treat social media as a diary or a journal, but I would advise you to not post anything. If you need to talk about it, Tell your parents, tell your mom, tell your friends, your besties, tell your coworkers. At least you can like verbally get it out there rather than like posting on social media so all your high school, college friends can see. So with social media, the second one I have is unfollow each other on social media. You need to block each other or unfollow. It's just not healthy to see your ex's life you don't want to see that it will only make you more depressed and sad because I also feel like if you have them on social media still you're going to be posting like that you're doing well just to like get back at your ex you can always follow each other in the future after you're like mentally stable you guys have both you know gotten over it gotten over it but in the beginning I think it's really important to follow each other off of Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, whatever you guys follow each other on. It's time to end it. So my third one on the list is cry. You need to cry it out and listen to sad music create a breakup playlist I think it's important to cry it out as you can tell I'm not a super emotional person but with my last breakup that happened two years ago I let myself cry for a week because Beyonce said give yourself one week to cry so I took that advice and I cried every single day and then Honestly, I was good. I may sound like a sociopath, but I went and worked out the day that I got broken up with 
and the day after and the days after that. I don't know. Gym is life. Let me know if you can relate. Speaking of the gym, number four I have is focus on yourself. One thing that I advise people before they get into relationships, love yourself. Like, you need to think that you're the baddest biddy before you get into a relationship. If you have problems with self-confidence and you're insecure, you can be self-deprecating because I am. That'll never stop. But I just feel like you can't love somebody unless you love yourself. I know that's cliche. Um, I never loved anybody, but I'm just saying like you have to really care about yourself. I would say maybe not 100%, but at least like 90%. You need to focus on yourself before, have things going for yourself, school, work, being creative, um, starting your own business. Like you need to have that instinct and those thought processes before you get into a relationship Because let's be honest, no one is guaranteed to be in our lives. Like, not our parents, not our grandparents. You know, people come and go. And I just don't get, like, how people could just be with, like, one person thinking that they're going to be with them forever. But, you know, to each his own because there are those stories, like, our grandparents have been together for 50, 60 years and are still together. But, you know you know cheating is happening in that household. I'm sorry, but off topic, off topic. And by focusing on yourself, you should go to the gym. I know in a relationship, ladies, we get on birth control and that stuff makes us fat. It makes us thick for me. And I'm giving this advice because it's, you know, what happened to me. I've been chunky for... A part of my life so when I got on birth control I was like okay like I'm not letting this stuff make me fat so I worked extra hard and I ended up actually like losing like 15 pounds from it but that's because I I pushed myself no that's not for every girl most people gain weight so you know when you're going on dates with your boyfriend, you're eating out, like, especially, oh my God, during the beginning of a relationship, all you do because you can't, like, hang out at each other's places yet, well, it depends, but you are going out to eat. I remember when I was dating somebody in the past, like, I was just like, we need to chill out. Like, I will mm, eat dinner at home and then we can hang out because I felt like I was getting weight. So yeah, girl or guys, go get that revenge body, hop back in the gym because you're single now and it's time to be a hoe. So the fifth thing I wrote down is be a hoe. And you know, that word is subjective. I don't mean like be an escort or whatever. I mean, explore your options. You're single now, so you don't have to worry about somebody's feelings but your own. I personally explored my options before the pandemic, and it was the best thing that happened to me. I was able to hang out with people and, you know, 
not care about anybody's feelings but my own. And not to get nasty, but, you know, if you've been in a relationship and if you were committed, staying with one person could get boring. I'm not saying this happened to me personally, but once you hang out or hook up with other people, it could benefit you. It's just good to see what else is out there. We're young, we're in our 20s, or however old you are, 30s, who cares, honestly? Um, I think very untraditional, so have a rebound. I'm telling you to have a rebound. I'm sorry. That's it. You got to find out what things you like physically. Not trying to go into too much detail on that because I don't know who's listening, but be a hoe, explore your options, hook up with people, do what you want. Because you're single, baby. So number six, I have change your look. Get a new piercing. Get a tattoo. Change your hair. Don't make any impulsive decisions. I mean, sometimes impulsive decisions turn out to be, you know, the best results. But do something for yourself. Go get your nails done. Go get your toes done. Go get your eyebrows done. Cater to yourself, baby. You don't need to cater to anybody. You're young. I feel like sometimes you can tell that people are actually going through relationship problems or just got broken up with because they'll, like, you know, cut their hair, give themselves bangs, or dye their hair. But do what you want, whatever makes you happy. And the seventh one I have is hang out with your friends, explore, see the world, go on that Vegas trip. That's what me and my girls did. I remember the first time I went to Vegas um, as a legal adult, like 21, I was in a relationship and it was fun. Like, I'm definitely not a person that's going to disrespect my partner because that's just how... That's not what I'd want to happen to me. But the second time I went to Vegas, me and my two friends went and I was single in 2019. Let me tell you, it was just so fun. Like just being able to look at all the guys and be like, I want you. I want you. I want you. You're my type. I want you. You look like Chris Brown. I want you. Go on those trips. I'm telling you, you need to go explore. Go to the motherfucking club. Go to the club. But also, when you're in a relationship, don't be that type of person who, like, you know, cuts off your friends. Like, you should still be able to hit up your friends every once in a while. You don't need to be with your boyfriend all the time. Come out with the girlies. Hang out. Go grab drinks. Go to the club. Take trips. But after a breakup, I'm telling you, it is a necessity to go out, have fun, live your life. So these are all the ones that I thought of myself because some of them, most of them on the list I did to get over my breakups, even though I've only been through two.
So I'm going to Google some right now. One says make a list of all the red flags in a relationship. I've heard people do this making like a list of the pros and cons about that person. Just remember, you don't want to really like bash that person unless they like cheated on you or did some like shady shit. But you were in a relationship with them for X amount of months, years, decades. So I think this is good and bad. If they cheated on you, you definitely need to make a fucking list. Another says, um, talk to a therapist. I don't think it's that serious. Unless, like, you know, you have a kid or something and it's been, like, a five-year relationship. But if it's been six months, like, talk to your bestie. Another one says, don't avoid the pain. And that's kind of what I touched on about you need to let yourself cry. Like I said, I'm not emotional, but I let myself cry. I give myself a timeline, though. I'm not going to cry for, like, a month, but... It's good to get it out there. What I've noticed with relationships is they will always come back. And I'm speaking as a straight woman who likes men. They will always come back. Always. And psychologically, I think it's because women, we deal with it in the beginning. We let it out. And men, they push or hold those emotions and put them in the back of their mind and then they finally deal with it at some point and that's when they hit you up I was listening to a podcast about this and they said that's what they do so when you get that hey how you been text just know that they probably weren't simping that much in the beginning they started to realize it after a couple months that they miss you. And now they're crawling back to you. And for women, that's when we usually get over it. Like, the ex is going to come into your life when you could care less. Like, you literally have forgot about them. Forgot their name. Forgot memories. Like, you literally block those out your mind. And then they come back and then... All those things pop up and you're just like, yeah, we're not getting back together. <laughs> Unless you want it to work, I guess that's a whole different conversation. Like taking an ex back. I've never done it, so I don't know if I could speak on it. So I say all that to say that it doesn't matter how long it takes you to get over an ex-boyfriend, an ex-fling. Just don't self-harm yourself. Know that you're worth it, guys and girls. Like, there are 7, 7.6, I think, billion people in this world. I'm sorry, but one person... You want to commit yourself to one person through this lifetime? One? Maybe told you I'm an Aquarius maybe it's just because I just feel like you need to talk to multiple people in your lifetime just to gain knowledge and gain experiences but I'm sorry the person that you're dating right now unless you guys have been together for like over a year if it's been two months that ain't your husband that ain't your wifey not everybody but just to let you know in the United States the divorce rate is 49.5%. It's 50%, basically. So I just think of it 
I think of it like in my friend group. Let's say I have 10 friends in total. Five of us are going to get divorced. And it's just normal. I do think people get divorced because they like hop into things too quickly or just don't know each other. But anyway, yes, getting over a breakup is not fun. We've all have been through it. For me, one breakup changed my life, literally changed my whole mentality as a 16-year-old. And after that, I became heartless. And the way I speak, like in my podcast, is literally how I've been since after we broke up, like I was 17. Like, I've been this way for seven years. And I will be in a relationship in the future one day. And if we break up, I will keep all these things in mind because I just don't feel like looking stupid. I have reached a point and it took me a long, long, long time to get here. I would say I didn't like the way I looked and hated myself from ages 13 to 21. And after I got broken up with, I was in my bag of confidence like I was just so confident after it kind of shaped who I am both of these breakups at 16 I was just like you know I don't think I want to do this again so I became a player like literally I remember after that hanging with a guy who was like really really cute and like we like kissed and stuff and I didn't like him, but I just remember, and he was, like, a good person. I just remember being, like, after I feel nothing. Like, I don't have any emotional connection. I wasn't even thinking about him. And I just feel like in high school, like, you you know, like, you just hang out with people and you start to get feelings. Not everybody, but I just remember hanging out with this guy and, like, not even thinking about it after. Like, we hung out a couple times, and I was not even thinking about it. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, what happened to my feelings? But that one attachment, let me tell you, it it helped me out. So, ladies I and men, I just feel like there's just... We're so young. You shouldn't let another individual that you randomly meet if you think about it a relationship is someone you randomly meet and then they f your world up for the worst sometimes like ah the thought of that makes me sick like I don't want to have anybody just come into my life and just mess it up like and I allowed that but to each his own as I always say Sorry, this episode's a little longer. My coworker um, asked me to talk about breakups. So this one's for you, girly. So you guys know what time it is of the episode. Let me put you on a song. Song of the week is... So the song is called Irate by this girl named Baby Africa. In Sweetie's latest playlist album she made like a couple weeks ago. She has this artist feature on one of her songs. And then I'm like, okay, let me check her out. Because the song goes crazy. So if you want to look her up, 
Her name is Baby Africa B B Y A F R I C K A. The song is the song is called Irate. Play that if you want to get, you know, have some good gym music or whatever. And lastly, let's not forget that closure is something that we're not always going to get. Um, My first relationship, I never got any closure. Like, it just ended. I have no idea why. Second one, kind of got more closure. But I think that's another reason why I just... It's easy for me to, like, ghost people because I didn't get that closure. And I feel like you can just make up the closure in your head, but... That's not good. It's a toxic trait, and I'm working on myself. But anyway, thank you so much for tuning in to the seventh episode of the podcast. I hope my breakup advice helped you out. I know I may sound toxic. I just, I don't know. I just don't like relationships. So this advice is very cutthroat and if you can't handle it oh well I tried but anyways thank you so much for this but anyways thank you so much for the support it's Cheyenne bye have a great week y'all